Today's episode of the Beers and Ears podcast is brought to you by Riss and Cal, the makers of the Four Frills cell phone accessories. The holidays are coming up. You are probably making the list of people you need to get gifts for, and if they need cell phone accessories, fourfrills.com slash shop is the place you want to go. They have lots of great new stuff that they've just restocked within the past month or so. Lots of great things at great prices. And the Beers and Ears listeners, you can get a special uh, deal. If you use promo code BEERS at checkout, you get 15% off. So remember, go to fourfrills.com. That is the number four, P-H-R-I-L-L-S slash shop. And start shopping today. Get those holiday gifts uh, bought and uh, check those off your list. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. Welcome in, everyone. We are so happy to have you here today. We are. If you are listening to this on its debut day, it is November 17th, 2020. And just five days ago, Disney Plus celebrated its one year anniversary from when it debuted. Disney Plus, I know, right? It was announced all the way back and really it kind of started to take shape in 2015, believe it or not, when Disney acquired uh, a, a company called BAM Tech. And then from there, they took uh, they took BAM Tech and did some stuff with it. And then, of course, during the acquisition with 21st Century's Fox, back in 2017, 2018, they made all these decisions about having a streaming service. They announced what the name of that streaming service was going to be. And then, of course, on November 12th, 2019, it launched. As of August, that is the earliest or the the latest reporting numbers that we have of this year, Disney Plus currently has almost 61 million subscribers. Their goal was to get to 100 million, I think, within the first five years. COVID clearly has uh, catalyst, has put them on the catalyst and kind of uh, moving in a forward direction. So why are we talking about Disney Plus? Matt, what is today's episode all about? So we're calling it the Disney Plus grab bag. Um, we we often have shows that we watch on Disney Plus, and we want to talk about them on this podcast, but we don't need a full episode on them. We need like five minutes. And so w- while we don't want to do like just five minute episodes, we thought, why not combine all of this kind of grab bag? Like, what are you watching on Disney Plus? Talk about it for a little bit and then move on. So uh, we got uh, a a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to kind of hit today and just kind of give the, you know, scratch the surface on the treasure trove of things that you can find in Disney Plus that either you know about and just haven't gotten around to seeing it or even shows that you may not have any idea that they exist and maybe you'll check it out. And in fact, I just did a count. This is one of the reasons why it's hard to do this because there are so many of them. Matt, take a guess how many Disney Plus original programs, not movies, movies is a different category, Disney Plus original programs there either are or are in production right now. Oh, there has to be a ton of them. Um, I, I'm terrible with estimate. I'm going to say like 300. Oh, no, no, it's not that much. There's about 88 of them. There's there's 88 of them total. 
There are 88 in either development or are currently out there right now. And again, that does not include movies. That is just original scripted or unscripted content that is TV shows of some kind. Maybe but I still, thinking, I think I was combining movies into that. You probably were because that, that's probably a good guess. But I want you to think about that. 88 in less than a year. Think about all the time, the effort, the budgets that go into that, right? And again, we don't really have a rhyme or reason with today's episode because I don't even know what's on Matt's list. We're just going to kind of go through some of what what is some of our favorite content on Disney Plus. In fact, a couple of these we've briefly talked about in some of our past episodes, but they are definitely worth a mention. So uh, I just want to kind of go back and forth a little bit until we kind of get to that 30-minute mark, and then we'll call it a day. So Matt, I'll let you go first. What's the first one you got? Okay, I, I'm starting with a guilty pleasure. Uh, so Disney came out with an original movie called Secret Society of Secondborn Royals, like I want to say three weeks ago. It's very recent, and I watched it. And uh, I am not the tar- target demographic, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very High School Musical Descendants. It has that kind of feel to it. It's not a musical, so it doesn't have, like, bopping music, but it has that feel to it. So the premise behind it is that there's a secret society full of second-born royals. I know. I'm describing it very well right now. Wow. Way to give it away, man. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) The whole premise is that the second-born royals have a gene in them that gives them superpowers that then they use to help protect the crown. And nobody knows about this besides second-born royals. And so, I mean, all the second born royals are teens. And so you got like normal teen problems. And so they come together and have to spoil a plot that's going on. And it, it's, it's very, it's very fun. Uh, it, and, and there's a pretty good twist in it, to be honest with you, uh, of like a, a character that, that betrays. And it, it's, it's very, very, it's very good. I, it's a guilty pleasure. I enjoyed it. And this is a movie or this is a TV show? It is a movie, so it is okay. not a you know eight episode thing. Uh, I will say they seem to try to be setting up a universe. Okay. They're trying okay. to make this more of a thing that you know the, the ending of the first one definitely sets up more movies. So yeah, I mean it's not it's not a TV show that you gotta like say oh man I gotta do ten episodes at forty five minutes each. Oof, like it's an hour and a half, and uh, so if you're looking for some time to kill on a you know, Friday night, you're like, I don't know what to watch. It's, it's a great way to kind of kill uh, an hour and a half, especially if you liked High School Musical, the musical, the series or Descendants or something like that. You'll probably like this. Absolutely. So I'm going to um, I'm going to go ahead and also go into a guilty pleasure of mine. And I don't know if you've watched any of these. But there is a, a, uh, a Disney Plus original show that debuted when Disney Plus came out called encore and it has kind of Kristen bell as the host but honestly she doesn't do much like she introduces and then i think one episode she showed up but basically the premise of the show is and the reason why i i I resonate with this so much um the premise of the show is it's all about going back in time to high schools and high school theater troops that put on high school productions. There's been Beauty and the Beast. There's been High School Musical. They just did one with Pippin I watched. Um, and basically, the, the, they, they find these people that were in high school 
sometimes 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I think they did one of 40 years ago. They bring them back into an auditorium for three days. They have them work with world famous choreographers and directors. They have them reprise their old roles or in some cases do a different role. Some cases they bring the old drama teacher back and they're involved in it. And after three days, they put on an encore performance of this show. And during the show, they're they're kind of going through all of their ups and downs about what high school did and how they, you know, things they've overcome and, you know, things that happened in high school. And I will tell you, man, this show, it, you can't binge it. I, I tried, but you can only really get through one or two and you kind of got to let it go a little bit because it does take you through an emotional roller coaster because it brings you back to all the feels, at least for me, because I was in high school theater when I was a kid and I did Grease and I did Fame and I did uh, a, a murder mystery called The Great High School Who Done It and give my regards to Broadway. I was in crew. I was on stage. I remember what it was like being in high school and doing these productions in the long hours and the judgments and this. But I remember feeling like I was part of a family with this group of people that I put these productions on with and watching these, these shows, it, it is such a guilty pleasure of mine. Have you seen any of them? I have not. My wife watched the entire thing and has told me about it. Um, you know, we talked about it over some meals of, of what we're watching, you know, because I was in the pit for a lot of musicals, we were kind of like, we were a part of the, of the, of the crew and everything. But we were also kind of our own little like weird group of people that were brought in like in the last two weeks to put the music together. So um, um, I just I that show didn't give me as much interest. Like there's just a ton of stuff on Disney Plus that I was like, oh, I want to watch this. And I just haven't gotten around to it. And so um, but but my wife watched the whole thing and, and it sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What's your next one? So we talked about this show briefly in our Muppet episode with uh, the Muppet history guy, Josh uh, Gillespie, and that is Earth to Ned. This is a show that, honestly, there's a lot of people that I talk to that have no idea what I'm talking about. So this is a Jim Henson uh, production uh, show. It's a 20-minute episode, so it's, it's, it's very short. And the whole premise is there's this alien Ned who has been... Uh, tasked by his race to go and destroy Earth, but instead he discovers that uh, he falls in love with celebrities and decides he's going to start his own late-night talk show. And and so he interviews... It's a late-night show where he beams celebrities up and then talks to them about the subject of the day. And what I love about it is, you know, we talked about in the Muppets Now episode that it just, it was lacking the like cleverness of the Muppets. And this series captures the cleverness. There's a lot of clever writing. And what I love about it too is the celebrities seem really into it. Like they're not mailing in this. They're really into like the shtick of I'm on an intergalactic late night talk show talking to this alien. And it, it's just, it's a fun, wacky show that is just, in my mind, really well written. Yeah, I had a chance to um, sit down and watch a little bit of it. I don't think I'm nearly as high on it as you are. I honestly, I actually had to turn it off myself. It got a little obnoxious in my book. But again, that goes to that. I just, I'm not 
the Muppets to me, it's just kind of an obnoxious thing. It's it's okay. I'm, I'm just not sold on. I never have been. I, I I like Fozzie Bear and and again, I, I like the premise. I thought the premise was good. And you're right, the celebrities definitely get into it. I watched the one with um, I think it was Andy Richter, the first yeah. one. And uh, I love Andy Richter. And he was he was funny, but there were just some awkward pauses and and I don't know. I just I'm just not a, a a Muppets guy, I guess. And and I know that's really what that is. But hey, you know what? More power to you if it's if that's what you know floats your boat. Have at it, my friend. You know, um. yeah, if, you're, if you're a Muppets fan, if you're a Muppets fan, I think you're gonna like this show. Like, yes, and, absolutely. And the nice or, thing about it too, you is know, what it reminds me of is remember Fraggle Rock. Yes. It kind of reminds me of that. It's that kind of humor, Fraggle Rock. Yeah, yeah. Another Jim Henson. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just really it's really well done. And again, it's not forty five minute episodes, not hour long episodes. They're twenty minute episodes. So it, it's great for like you know you want to watch like one more thing before you're going to bed. Like ah, I don't want to go to bed right now, but I also don't want to start at a two hour movie. This is a good thing <laughs> to kind of uh, you know throw on. All right, so I'm going to give my next one. You know, and you and I've talked about the fact that you're not a big documentary guy. I'm going down my list here, and almost everything on my list are documentaries at this point. I, that is, I think, I one of the things that I absolutely love Disney Plus about is that it it has a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And we talked a little bit about this when we did the Frozen phenomenon. But if you have not seen Into the Unknown, the making of Frozen Two yet. I've rewatched it now a second time. It's that good. First of all, it covers all the bases. If you're a Frozen fan, it gives you some amazing insight into the making of Frozen, Frozen 2. Number two, if you're a movie buff in terms of how movies get made, this gives you some behind-the-scenes access that you would otherwise not have in how a movie is made. Um, If you're an animation, uh, if, if that's the skill that you enjoy, it gives you a chance to see that. The music creation, all of it, like it is such an amazing docu-series about what is, I believe, still the number one animated movie of all time, Frozen 2, and how close it was up to the moment of launch while they were still working on it. So uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, I need to get around to watching some of these documentaries. And ultimately, I think I'm going to be forced into it by some episodes that we're doing. But uh, yes, absolutely. I I think my problem is not let me clarify, because we've talked a lot on the show of like, it's not that I'm not a documentary person. It's that I have to be really in the right mood for it. And Mm. for whatever reason, that mood just hasn't hit in the past year. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to talk about my wife again. My wife, same thing that you just said. She was like, have you watched this? You need to watch this. You're going to love this. You need to watch this. I say, I think your wife and I are like spirit animals or something. (laughs) I've got it coming at both ends. My podcast co-host and my my wife are telling me things. I probably should do it. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. What's your third one? So um, um, I kind of go more broad in, in this way, but, you know, we just got out of the Infi- Infinity Saga series and there's no Marvel movie coming till, gosh, I hope it is May of next year. I really hope it is May of next year. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, but if you're someone who's going, man, I'm really missing Marvel content. I don't just want to rewatch the MCU. Um, you know, while those movies are great, I just, I'm just kind of tired of them. 
there are some really great Marvel cartoons on Disney Plus that are really worthy to go through. I mean, one of them uh, is clearly a classic that is X Men the Animated Series. The. Classic series that that is really worth going through, and then there was a recent one called Avengers Assemble, and it's essentially with the rise of the MCU, they took the characters that you know from the MCU, but then put them into a different storyline. And the storylines that they go through are a little bit different. You get introduced to some different characters, some different villains. You get some really nice arcs. And again, I, I'm a big proponent of these are bite-sized, 20-minute episodes, so you can you know kind of work your way through it methodically. But yeah, if you're missing Marvel content, there's a lot of great Marvel cartoons that, that Disney has put out that are really, really well done. Yeah, I think that's that. You know, I, I think that actually speaks to a larger point, Matt, which is the cavernous bowels of Disney Plus seem to go. Well, they seem to just go on forever. I mean, have you ever just? Sometimes I'm literally bored out of my mind. You know, especially during COVID times, and I would just click on like. TV shows all A through Z or, or movies all A through Z. And you just start scrolling and you, and like you, you just, it just never ends. You know, Disney does a good job about kind of categorizing stuff, but if you just do A through Z, Holy smokes. Like you look and go, wait, that's on there. Wait, that's what, I mean, last year when the, when the thing first debuted home alone, one, two, three, four. And I think five were all on Disney plus cause they were owned by 20th century Fox. We'll get them back probably again this year. You know, it, it's just amazing to me how deep the, the cavernous reach goal goes for Disney plus. Right. Uh, so I'm with you. I, I, to, to see some of these, I turned on Darkwing duck the other day. I, I, yeah. I, I think I put it in on my Facebook feed. You know, I'm the terror that flaps in the night. Darkwing duck. Let's get dangerous. Like it's just, I just, I remember these shows as a kid, you know, when you're in trouble, call DW, you know, Darkwing duck. Ah, anyway, um, <laughs> I have two more, um, actually originals that debuted when the, when, when the, when the service debuted before I kind of go more broad myself, actually there's three on here, but I'm going to go into two of them. I have a guilty pleasure and you and I both, cause you've watched it too for high school musical, the musical, the series. Oh yes. Um, yes. And, and, and again, Look, I am not a high school musical guy. We will not do a high school musical episode on this podcast because I just can't sit through it. It's just not my thing. Um, I watched the first one. It was okay. I just can't stomach watching two or three. It's just not going to happen. That said, the series is brilliant. It's brilliant, even if you're not a high school music fan. But if you are a high school musical fan, it's that much more popular for It's going to be that much better for you. I am so ready to find out what happens with Ricky and Nani and what happens with, with, with uh, the one girl who has to move away and they're doing a holiday special this year. Did you hear about that? Yes. I'm so excited. It was, you know, it's bad when, um, uh, so I work from home a lot. So that means I'm, I'm hanging out online a lot. 
And I, I think within a minute of Disney and Disney Plus tweeting that there was a holiday special, I had already like gotten it up on the beers and ears. Uh, <laughs> so yes. Oh, sorry, you did. Okay, you did. I'm so excited to see. And here's the thing. The High School Musical, the musical, the series, right before the finale debuted, and I know you haven't seen this, they did the documentary, the behind the scenes. It was High School Musical, the musical, the series, the documentary. And it documented these young actors and actresses, their kind of how they got into the roles, what they did, how popular they became. Uh, I mean, it was, it, it really became this phenomenon last year, Matt. I mean, uh, do you remember we did the high school musical event at the store? Yeah. And, and we had a little bit of merch for it and it, it, it yeah. evaporated out of there. It did. It did. I mean, we learned, we, we did sing-alongs. Well, I, I don't know if you saw the, there was a store in California. One, I think it was at Glendale, Glendale Galleria. That when they during this time we were doing the events, the entire cast showed up at the Disney store and did the sing along with all the guests in that store. Like, how cool! I would have lost my mind too. I saw the pictures. I'm like, what is happening right now? Anyway, so that that's one of the originals that is a guilty pleasure. The other one I want to mention before we go more broad, for at least on my end, have you watched any of the The World According to Jeff Goldblum? Uh, my wife had. My, I, feel like, I feel like we should have my wife on for this podcast. Uh, Seriously, <laughs> I haven't. Um, um, it's it's again on my list. That there, like, there's so much on Disney Plus and so much that I want to get to that I, I do have to at times be like, all right, I'm 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 watching this right now, and I'm going to get through this, and then I'm going to do something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you. I don't know if they're going to bring it back. You know, it's a National Geographic thing, so I don't know. I don't know if it got a lot of ratings. I, I lost interest towards the middle portion of it, but those first couple of, they, he did a whole episode on shoes. <laughs> like, I know that sounds really weird, but he did a whole episode on shoes, like, and where shoes come from and why we wear the shoes we wear and why they're a stylish fashion. Uh, one of the ones I just watched, more recently is he did an episode on pools and, and, and he's just kind of a weird cat to begin with. I love Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Don't get me wrong. He's a weird cat, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's, I, that was the show I would put on when I would come home. You know, if I came home from a long day's work and I'd already gotten Mandalorian out of the way, I'd already gotten high school musical, the musical out of the way for the week. If I just needed something to chill with a beer with before this podcast, that was my show. Yeah, no, I can, I can see that being like a more chill thing. Yeah, no, my, my wife really enjoyed it because it is a little more educational. Like, I, I think I think the title is weird because people like the world according to Jeff Goldblum, I, what? But it, he actually dives into different subjects. And like you said, like shoes, where shoes come from, like how, why they are the way they are. like, it, it, And so it is very much more educational. Absolutely. Well, we're starting to run low on time here. Do you got any rapid fire you want to go here with? I have one that's a skip. Um, Disney made a whole push for the one and only Ivan. Not good. Half of it, and I could not get through the rest of it. Nothing happened. I. I, it, It was so boring. Like they tried to sell you on look. Look at this voice cast we have. Look at all the actors we have, and it's like, yeah, great. You got a great voice cast. This is a boring movie. It's boring. All right, all right, all right. No, definitely we'll skip that one then. Yeah, don't watch it. And, and honestly, maybe watch it and tell me at what point you decided to turn it off. <laughs> I think 
one of the ones I want to throw out there, even though I don't want to, we're not going to talk about it on this episode because I think we've got a future episode on it, but one that's definitely worth um, diving into if you've not seen it yet is Noel. Uh, it's a, it's a holiday movie. Um, I think we have a future episode planned on that. Don't we, Matt? We do. So uh, be on the lookout for that. So if you haven't seen it, watch this. Yeah. We're going to do an episode on it. I want to say in a couple weeks or something like that. It's, re- it's really cute. It, it's, it's a really cute, uh, movie and I think you'll like it. We've also covered um, on the show. We already covered prop culture. We did that one several months back, but I want to make sure we mention it because again, if you've not seen that show, it's a really good show. That that was a lot of fun. I I, I was in a conversation with somebody about that um, um, at work about it, and it, it very much again is if you like to know how movies are made, especially in the day and age before all this CGI and more practical effects thing, you know, I, I, I am still amazed by the who framed Roger Rabbit episode of like how mm-hmm. they got the cutout of Roger Rabbit as he's running, you know, through the wall like that, how they did that just still boggles my mind. Yep. What else you got on your list, buddy? Um, I mean, I'm going to make a plug again uh, for all the Star Wars cartoons. Um, if you have not watched <laughs> Clone Wars or uh, uh, Rebels, I, I, I highly recommend it. I, I really, I don't know what more I can say if you're a Star Wars fan to really like get you excited about this. If you're nervous about like, oh man, Clone Wars has like seven seasons, do Rebels. Partly because Rebels has, and this is a, a point I have not necessarily, I don't think I've made this point on the podcast Rebels has a villain that is up there with Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. Ooh. And uh, that is Grand Admiral Thrawn. He shows up in the later seasons and he is a menacing villain. I've read um, some books. Uh, they did, there was a, the Star Wars books did a Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he came from, a, from, from kind of a book series. I remember reading about that. Yeah, I've, I've read the first two in that series, and he is—he's—he's he's not force sensitive, but he is a mastermind tactician, and just his voice is so calm, and how he how he takes control of situations, he's just so calm about it, and where you know a lot of times in the Empire you get a lot of like people screaming and being very intense and he's just so calm and thoughtful that it's, it's really unsettling watching it. So I, I highly recommend Rebels. Every ship they add to their arsenal increases the threat to our own Amada and the Emperor's plans. I trust you have a solution. I will start my operations here and pull the Rebels apart piece by piece. They'll be the architects of their own destruction. Clone Wars is fantastic, but I understand the, I don't want to get into seven seasons of something, but I, 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 I'm going to keep plugging that on this podcast because they're, they're wonderful series if you're a Star Wars fan. So for my, I have three more on here and I'm going to brief, they're all, they all have the same thing in common. And I've mentioned, I think two of them on this podcast already. Again, I think you can tell just from most of my list, I'm a huge fan of behind the scenes stuff, right? And so these three all have that in common. If you've not seen the documentary on called Howard about Howard Ashman, I highly recommend you take a look at it. It is a story of his life, how he got to be the amazing uh, song writer, producer, choreographer, everything that he is. He's behind some of Disney's most iconic, iconic 
songs uh, from Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, um, uh, even Aladdin uh, in some cases. Uh, and unfortunately, we lost him. He passed away in the early 1990s um, as at the height of his career um, due to the AIDS uh, epidemic at the time. But the movie is so good and it takes you kind of through an emotional roller coaster that is the genius of Howard Ashman. The other one I'm going to plug, which I've not talked about yet, if you are missing the parks right now, there's a new series out that debuted last month, I want to say, called The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, uh, Josh Gad is the narrator, correct? He is. He is the narrator of that. And it's it's a really good series. It takes you behind how they care for the animals. You get to know the animals. Uh, the first episode is all about the elephants and and or I think it's the elephants. The elephants, and then there's uh, a portion of the giraffes, and they're trying to get this one giraffe. He's got kind of an overgrowth on one of his feet and they've got to get this giraffe to come into this special area so they can file this thing off of his hoof, but the giraffe won't do it. And it's just, it's a really, really, really good behind the scenes. So if you're an animal lover, you'll love it. If you're an animal kingdom lover, you'll love it. If you're a parks lover and you're missing the parks, like we all are because of COVID, you'll love it. So I highly recommend that. And at lastly, I have said it a hundred times. You have got to watch the Imagineering story on Disney Plus. I am going to get Matt to watch the Imagineering story one of these days on this for this podcast. And when we do, we will record a special episode that Matt watched the Imagineering story. But this goes into literally every facet of the Imagineers from their founding right through Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And it's narrated by Angela Bassett. It's directed by uh, Leslie Iwerks, which is the granddaughter or great grand. I think it's granddaughter, granddaughter of Ub Iwerks, which was Walt, who I'm looking at right now with the giant poster on my wall. It was his most trusted worker, animator, uh, friend. So uh, again, if you are any kind of a Disney fan, you have got to watch that that documentary. I think it's eight parts. Yeah, uh, and and I know it goes into a lot of the newer attractions and everything. Yeah, I it, that one I don't know why I haven't done. Um, I, it, this is really weird, um, and I, we're hitting that thirty minute mark, and so I don't want to go too much into this. And maybe this is a little more heavy, but um, Imagineering is one of those things that I would really like to do, but I do not have the skills for it. <laughs> Like, I, I, I do not have an engineering mind. And so um, I, I don't know if some of it is a psychological jealousy of what they do. And I don't want to watch people do what I want to be doing, but can't do it. Does that make sense? I, I get it. There's there's a, a you're, you're emotionally protecting yourself maybe a little bit. But here's what I'll say to that, though, and to anybody. Who, who wants to be an Imagineer, who, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be, in, there's so many ways you can be an Imagineer. The engineering part of it isn't always all of it, right? I mean, Matt, look at what we're doing right here on this podcast. I mean, this is something that was something that was thought up uh, completely out of the blue a year ago, right around this time. And we're living the dream on this one. Are we getting paid for it? No, we're not getting paid for it. But, you know, it, it absolutely is something that we're doing. And, I, I I would love to be an Imagineer. I'm right there with you. I would absolutely love to be an Imagineer. But I will tell you, watching it 
I got so much more inspired to just see that these people fail just as much as they succeed. Like that's what's so cool about it. They fail just as much as they succeed and the amount of times they fail and the costly expense of them failing. And you see that, I mean, that's what makes this episode, these, these shows so cool. Yeah. I mean, ultimately the, the answer is, you know what I need to do? Get over it and just watch the series <laughs> because it's really good. <laughs> well, Matt, if you want to be an Imagineer buddy, I guarantee you if, if, if it's something you want to put your heart to, you, you just do it. But yeah, you need to get over and just watch the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely we're definitely going to do an episode on it. Maybe we'll make it one of our big episodes or something like that. So be on the lookout for that at some point. Yes, but all right. Uh, anything else on your list, bud? Or are we good to close the show out? I think it's closing time, Casey. All right, perfect. Folks, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by finding us on Facebook at the Beers and Ears Podcast. You can email us at beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, Beers Ears 1928. Uh, as we uh, said last show, we are growing uh, and we are so thankful for the listeners we have here in the United States, uh, across the world. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, we just love having you and we love talking Disney and we're so excited that you're here. We release new episodes on Tuesdays and on Fridays. Uh, and new topics, whether it's Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars. Um, you can help us out by listening, by actually subscribing in whatever podcast form. So if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, uh, that or whatever podcast listener you're listening to. Um, or you can just listen on our website. That works too. But when you subscribe, it helps our listener base grow. And then one of the biggest things you can do for us is rate and review us. And Matt, how many stars do we ask for? Five stars, five stars. <laughs> five stars, five stars. All right, Matt, you ready to close the show out? Yeah, let's raise those glasses. This episode has been on us as always. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, everybody.